Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh. Hello, all. This is the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast, and I'm your host, Ebony Griffin. This is season two, episode three. I'm grateful that you're listening, and I really do hope that you share the podcast with others. A few months ago, I had the privilege of talking to a group of great women about preparedness. In light of June being Disaster Preparedness Month, I will share the message on this podcast as well. Some people say that last year was like the worst year of their life that it was a disaster, that our way of life changed drastically due to the pandemic. But I would like to ask you, were you ready? Were you ready? Now, there have been countless climate and weather-related issues such as hurricanes, tropical storms, wildfires, and the winter freeze in February across the South. Were you ready? Were you prepared? I ask you that because I want to know, do you have a plan? Do you know what preparedness means? Do you know how to prepare and what that looks like for you and your family? So this podcast is going to talk a little bit about that. And I want to start with preparedness, what it is. It is described as the state of being adequately prepared, being ready, being on it, thinking ahead, staying focused on what could possibly happen. It may not happen, but it may. And if it does, you will be prepared. Ready.gov is a national website that has good information, actually great information about emergency management and I would implore you to log on to ready.gov. I'm not promoting ready.gov in the sense of like I'm not an employee there. I'm promoting it because it has some really good information that is valuable for anyone that is in the United States, someone that, you know, really could just take this information and really prepare and plan for their household. So they have things on the site like uh, pet safety, surviving extreme heat, building emergency kits, and most importantly, making a plan prior to an emergency for you and your family. Being ready is fitting for the times we're in. Rather an unprecedented pandemic or something else, you have to get ready. You have to get ready. Benjamin Franklin said, by failing to prepare, you prepare to fail. By failing to prepare, you prepare to fail. And really, most of us, it's not that we don't want to be prepared. It's just that we're procrastinators. We're like, we got time. We got time. We got time. We can do it later. I can do it tomorrow. I can do it this day or that week. And I have to raise my hand, even though you can't see me. I'm going to raise my hand because I am one of those people that have to kind of like press upon myself like okay do it now because I am more prone to try to procrastinate on something and put it on the back burner but there are some things in life that we cannot procrastinate on so I have three scriptures that are going to assist you 
in regards to your preparedness. Um, the first scripture supports physical preparedness. The second scripture supports spiritual and mental preparedness in an earthly setting. And the third scripture supports eternal preparedness. So let me read the first scripture. I would advise you to go ahead, get your Bible, crack it open, read with me. The scripture is coming from Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 through 8. And it reads, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. So what is the saying? What is chapter 6 of Proverbs saying? Basically, the ant is the star of this story. If you continue to read the chapter, you will see that the ant is used as a comparison to one that is not focused, that is not present, that is lazy, that is sleeping, that is Netflixing and chilling way too much. Um, and these attributes that the ant has is so much of quality that it is just reiterated throughout Proverbs chapter 6. So the attributes of the ant are honed in on like a magnifying glass. First, I'll say that the ant has no captain, no overseer, no ruler amongst themselves. Each ant is basically on its own, yet the ants are all smart enough to get the supplies that they need. They work hard in the summer. I mean, they are really working hard in the summer, gathering their food for the harvest so that, you know, they have. Now, why would the ant do this? Why do you think the ant would go through all this trouble to do this? Some Something that we consider, you know, an ant is considered so insignificant to us. But why would the ant be doing this? Well, the ant understands that the conditions of the winter months can be brutal. The ant knows that there is a season they can't get things done, but their little ant community still has to survive. They still have to thrive during these cold times, during these unprecedented times, during unfavorable times. So the ant is not shaken because the ant has a plan. The ant is physically ready for what is to come. You heard what I said. The ant is not shaken because the ant has a plan. The ant is physically ready for what is to come. So the second scripture comes from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2 through 5. And it reads, I charge you, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Verse 3. For the time will come, the time will come when there will not be sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, people will follow what their itching ears tells them to hear they will find teachers to tell them something good verse 4 and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to lies and man-made myths 
but you stay calm in all these things endure hardship during this time do the work of an evangelist and fulfill your ministry now here in second timothy the author is telling us to be ready no matter the season or the environment be ready mentally be ready emotionally and be ready spiritually to convince to rebuke to encourage and to teach others from a biblical perspective why would we have to be ready in and out of season well because there will be a time a season when people will say and do some crazy off the wall things and because you while they are doing these things have to be prepared early by doing all the things God told you to do so that you don't fall for their words. You don't just listen to what sounds good. You know when something sounds off base. That's what being ready in and out of season means. The scriptures support being determined to be ready and being prepared by knowing the truth and following the truth. What is the truth? The truth is God's word. The truth is following God even when you don't like it. Following God's word even when you don't like it. Following his word. Of course, we know that there will be some times where you don't like it, but that is not the issue. The issue is, is that you are in tune with what the word is and that you will follow no matter what. So the last scripture comes from Matthew 25 verses 1 through 13 and it's pretty lengthy but it is valuable. It reads, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five of these virgins were foolish. They were foolish, they took their lamps, and they took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Verse 6 says, And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming, the bridegroom is coming, go, let us go meet him. Then all of those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps verse 8 says and the foolish said to the wise give us some of your oil for our lamps have gone out but the wise women said oh no you didn't and so no 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 they said no we're not doing that lest we give you some and then we won't have any what you need to do is go get your own get it for yourself verse 10 says and while they went to buy, the, the foolish women, while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the doors were shut. Verse 11 says, Afterwards, the older virgins, which were the foolish ones, came in and they started knocking. Lord, 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 let us in. Let us in. Open up. But he answered and said, Assuredly. I say to you, I do not know you. That's verse 12. Let me read that again. Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Verse 13 says, Watch, therefore, for you neither know the day 
nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Now this this whole this chapter, this these verses really are example of some people being prepared and some people being unprepared. You notice that the unprepared are called foolish. You also notice that the foolish knew that they needed oil, but they just didn't get it. Then uh, they were sleeping and chilling and not focused when there was a delay. And then when it was time, they don't know what they need. It's like, hey, they know what they had, they should have had, but they're all over the place and asking other people to help them when they already knew what was needed. They already know knew what was gonna what should have taken place, but they weren't ready. They were scrambling around to get what they needed. They were late and they tried to be a part of the special event, asking to be a part of it, and guess what they heard? No. They heard no from the wise women and then they heard no in verse 12 from the Lord. So the most important part of this is that they were denied entry and they were told, I do not know you. Now that is, that's, that's really deep. So with all seriousness, as I read all of those three chapters and those verses that were really significant to preparedness, I ask you again, are you ready? Do you know your stance on unsound doctrines and things that go against the faith that you follow? Do you? Is your inner house, your temple, in order and prepared mentally, spiritually, and emotionally? Is your physical house supplied like the ant, or have you, like the foolish women, run out of the supplies and you're too busy focusing on unimportant things, unimportant things? Now, I just don't want you to run the risk of hearing, I never knew you. I don't want you to run the risk of not being prepared. And so I just kind of talked to you about remembering that even Noah in the Bible, he didn't wait until it started raining to build the ark. He was prepared. In fact, Hebrews 11 verse 7 says, By faith, Noah he was warned of things unheard of. He was prepared to build an ark, and he did so for his household. And because of his planning, he became the heir of righteousness. So the big thought today is, for my friends, listen, don't wait until the last minute to get prepared on all fronts. Many of you are the heads of your household like Noah, and many of you may be the only person in your household. It does not matter what it is important, and what does matter is that you are prepared. There are people that are depending on you, and you have to get prepared. So I would be remiss if I did not mention this. If you're listening and you don't have a relationship with God, or you've drifted away from God, Let me say this, you're not prepared and you're not ready to weather the storms of life. And I don't want to hurt your feelings, but that is being very, very truthful. If you strayed away from the faith or you don't know him and you've heard about him, but you're a little scared to kind of move forward, get prepared, get ready, ready and winter those hard storms in life. You don't have to live this life unprotected. You don't have to live this life unprepared. And you don't have to live 
possibly in an unprecedented time of challenges. So I encourage you to take the step towards surrendering to God. So let me say this simple prayer for you, and I hope that you will repeat it in your time. Compassionate God, I pray that you open my eyes up to see what you need me to see, Lord. I pray that you open my ears to hear what you need me to hear. And I pray that you open my heart and allow it to be softened by the Holy Spirit so that I am a follower of you, a willing follower of you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen. Now, I want to say that God bless you for listening and that this is the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. I'm so happy that you have joined me for this week and until next time. We will talk again. Thank you. Bye. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh.